Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pa, pa, pa. I'm Sam Delaney. So what? Welcome along to the Monday episode. Um, I think we should begin really with the culmination of the Prediction League yesterday, Sam. Oh, let's get it over and done with, mate. That makes sense. We predicted all 10 of yesterday's final Premier League games. Uh, results spot got four points. Uh, you, Sam, got eight points. Mm. I got nine points. Right, oh, bastards. I am the Premier League prediction champion. For this season, 164 to 156 to 129 for result spot. There we okay. go. It was very close at one point. I don't know if you were following it throughout the afternoon. No, I wasn't following it that closely. Oh, yeah, I I was. I, to be honest, I couldn't bear to. I couldn't bear to. I, it was on my mind, but I couldn't allow myself. Uh, one of the listeners actually, I think, had a quid on all of my exact results coming in. Really? Yeah. <laughs> It would have been quite a few grand if they'd won it. That's madness. And I hate seeing things like that because I think, you know, I have to do that now myself. Right, yeah. If someone tells me a bet or another thing that happens is don't my tell me mate. A bet. My mate, yeah, don't tell me a bet. My mate, I mean, I'm not re- I'm not in, I'm not a gambler. I mean, I uh, have betted on occasion usually unsuccessfully. But my mate is 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 like he'll always tell me what he's what West Ham he'll have a bet on every West Ham game or he'll have a few, mm. and now he's moved back into the country. He's constantly letting me know what bets it is. Right. Like he'll send me yeah. a picture of his betting slip, but then it tortures me because I think I have to tell him right put a few quid on for me on all of those bets as yeah. well because for some reason I think now that I know them, if they come in, you need to be involved in it. I'll be furious with yeah. myself. So, uh, but ultimately, it's a mugs game. So, don't do it. Oh no! The- apart from with our sponsors, <laughs> cut this whole bit out. <laughs> no, I was just going to say, always gamble responsibly. Simple yes, as that. And when the fun stops, stop. Exactly right? that as well. So there we go. It, it was tight at one point. You had a couple of correct results coming in with about twenty minutes to go, which would have made it incredibly close. But um, yeah, I was keeping an eye on it. But I think I just had a... I don't know what happened. I got zero points midweek. I don't know what happened. I think maybe it was sort of like nerves affecting me predicting. Just the fact yeah. that I was so close and me, me, me usual skills. I just think, you know, it's the, the hardest thing in a in a title race is preventing complacency setting in because you've got to be on your game to be yeah. a champion. And, I, you know, obviously I speak from experience, from last year's success. Exactly. To be a champion, you've got to be on top of your game 100%. You've got to be at it every single week, week in, week out, no matter what else is going on. And when you've stretched a lead so early in the season, which you did, I mean, you've led pretty much from day one, I think. Yeah. It, your problem in the, in the final bit after lockdown was maintaining that level. 
Yeah. But luckily for you, in the end, you had just enough to get over the line. I would say if we looked at form now, then looking ahead to next season, you'd think, well, I'm the form side. But <laughs> let's let's yeah, just let's put all that yeah. to one side because today today is not for looking ahead to my future <laughs> successes. It's to living in the moment and celebrating your success. Now, yeah. it's very unfortunate that we are not in uh, that we are still sort of in semi lockdown because if not, of course. Results, but and I would be giving you the guard of honour. Yeah, on at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that, but that results, but results, but has had a few health issues recently. He has, yeah, uh, which people may or may not know about. He's had to go back into a facility. Yeah, just for a short stay. We're hoping it won't be well. It better not be more just than four nights. He can't afford reset. it. Bit of demon resetting, isn't it? He has to go in now and again just to get, get, get himself rebooted almost. Mm. Just to get his wires. Uh, he's mad because he's like, I'm fine, I'll go in, but I'm going to go on one final binge before it. Because once you're in there, you can't do anything. So I like to go on one final binge, 48 hour madness. And then I will turn myself in at the facility. <laughs> And Ernie, of course, the uh, premium Bonds computer who he's living with at the moment, his lodger, will be trying to talk him down. Do not do what? this, results, Bond. I cannot bear to see you like this. Well, it is all a waste. The... Ernie had to end up calling results, Bot's mum because <laughs> results, Bot had gone missing. Yeah, not paid any his share of the rent or mm-hmm. the bills for like six weeks, and had taken some Bitcoin out of Ernie's account, right, to spend on, well, who knows what, but I think we it's all know what. It's all Bitcoin, isn't it? Right, so just exactly. And in the end, Ernie was like, he didn't know he didn't know what to do, so he's ended up taking a quite big step of calling Results Bot's mum, yeah. right? Which would just infuriate Results Bot like, even more. Hello, this is Results Bot. <laughs> and Ernie was like this on the other end of the phone. What's that? <laughs> Results, but's missing. <laughs> no, I don't think he's a thief. I what? Oh, not again. <laughs> I've been living on my nerves. It's no wonder the results. The the robot doctor has to prescribe me robot Valium. I am getting too old for this. My whole life, every time a new start. His father and I pay for him to go into the facility. He promises us he's better. And then it's the same story all over again. <laughs> History repeating itself. <laughs> yes, we will pay you back. <laughs> now we appreciate you have been a good friend to him. <laughs> it's much of everything. Now you needn't apologise. It must have been hard for you. I will make sure that we make up the difference in the Bitcoin. <laughs> yes, goodbye, Ernie, goodbye. Say hello to your mother, Mrs. Ernie. <laughs> uh, well, you know, so the, the new season starts again in six weeks, so hopefully he needs to get himself right for that. But that, I guess yeah. if, if not, we're going to have to replace him with Ernie. Well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I guess if he doesn't, then he's just programmed to predict 1-0 for all the home games anyway, so... You know, it doesn't really affect us all that much. 
Well, um, Are you like me now, picturing Mrs. Results Spot and what she looks like? Yeah. <laughs> She's got hair a bit like the Queen's, hasn't she? Yeah. I'm thinking Patricia Routledge. <laughs> yeah. A lovely flowery and dress. Apron, something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Quite imposing knockers. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, though, that poor Mrs. Results Spot, she has been through hell. She has. Hasn't she? But that's a mother's love, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's what happens. It's really hard to break the ties. But, uh, yeah, so there we are. That's the uh, that's the prediction league done with for a few weeks, so we'll start again. But I was going to say, you know, I had that thing that you always have where you, you, you don't know what it's like to win it, whereas mm. you knew what mm. it's like. You know what's required to get over the line. Yeah. So that was yeah. a thing that was kind of, you know, nagging away at that me. That was but holding now you that back, I've done it, not anymore. Mm. Now that I've done it, you know, we'll see what happens next season. But, um, yeah. ironically, I got West Ham 1, Aston Villa 1 correct, which was three I points know. towards me, uh, my final tally. But, it really that is wouldn't ironic, have made any difference because yeah. it was, it was an eight point gap at the end. So it was, uh, it was significant. Well, mate, we'll we'll make a little video of you receiving the trophy because you yeah. have to do it in isolation. Yeah, yeah. I don't know we'll how get we'll do that, up. that, but um, yeah, we probably won't do that actually. Um, Talking of videos, uh, a lot of people liked our secret footage, uh, those microphones that we had oh, yeah. down on Anfield on the touchline. That proved popular there, over the it? weekend, didn't it? <clears throat> yeah, and after that, I- it got even better because. Frank Lampard cited the touchline code. The touchline code! <laughs> yeah. Fuck D- me. Fra- Frank Lampard has made a video based on the Green Cross Code Man, but the it's him code. dressed up in one of those. But you know those suits you get now? <coughs> those superhero suits now have muscles inbuilt to them. They do, yeah. Those ones now. Spider Man suits are so stupid now, aren't they? Like a classic Spider Man suit in the 70s and 80s was made of inexpensive cloth right flammable nylon yeah oh yeah very baggy and ill-fitting and it always came with a small wee stain in the gro- in the groin area didn't it there was a small wee stain there What's at that? all times yeah What's but that? all boys who wore it would always have a little dribble of wee had come out oh right. and I thought it was you meant very it came visible. with one I thought you meant it, there was it one came pre- with one yeah just because it was simpler that way but now they're all hand? muscly but Frank Lampard's got himself a um, an outfit. I don't know whether like Christine made it for him or mm. what, or Frank Lampard Senior had it commissioned from a sweatshop. <laughs> Greetings, I am the Touchline Code Man. <laughs> He's even written a little rhyme for how you remember the Touchline Code. <laughs> if a goal, if if one goal up, you go. Don't run your mouth off. Keep it slow. <laughs> I know. I'll work on that. <laughs> always remain in your technical area at all times and always use the Queen's English, even if you are a foreign manager. You're in England now. Please obey if the customs get, and codes. If you want to say something, say it in the language of this domain. <laughs> if you would like to speak in Germany, well, perhaps... I, I, I may mention there's plenty of good opportunities in the Bundesliga for you. <laughs> the fucking touchline cord. Oh, God. You've only won the league once. 
only after winning the league a minimum of three times <laughs> may you celebrate goals with any level of reverie. <laughs> I love that. What an awful person. I think someone so, pointed out, I can't remember who it was, but someone tweeted yesterday, uh, Lampard's going to perform a citizen's arrest at some point next season. Definitely. You can quite easily see that happening, couldn't you? Frank Lampard... <clears throat> Is so Lampardy that Gary Neville regards him as being a little bit pedantic and over yeah. the, and uptight. Mm. Having said that, you know, like a lot of people, you know, they saw that video and um, assumed that it was us mm. doing the voices, but no, it wasn't. wasn't. We no. can confirm that was same thing happened again, didn't it? There was um, there's a video going round of an interaction between Mika Richards and Roy Keane mm. after the. Um, after Aston Villa managed to avoid yeah. relegation against West Ham. And um, we can actually confirm that that is us doing the voices That's, that for was Roy Keane. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah, that was us. I mean, obviously, no one's, you know, no, Roy, Roy isn't that much of a Roy Keane. We, we did that as a parody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought I actually made him right with that. I mean, it is a bit embarrassing to be going that... I mean, it's great to avoid relegation. But also, I think we've talked about this before, the contrived synthetic nature of the modern footballers' celebrations, Mm. right? They all stand... It's all organised fun. I'm sure we've talked about this before. It's like, all stand around the edge of the room, Mm -hmm. hold your hands aloft and Mm -hmm. jump up and down. Right, yeah, it's, it just seems choreographed and somehow insincere, and I think it's because they're not really mates. A lot of these players, so they have to create this stuff. Like, if you look back, like I always remember Paul Merson. I think Arsenal had won like the League Cup or something, and Paul Merson was. I mean, he just. I mean, he was a great player, but it shows how different football is now because. In this era, we now know he had all sorts of like uh, problems with alcohol and stuff. But he was like, he just looked like a hooligan off of yeah. the terraces. And he does that celebration where he just like is pretending to guzzle loads of pipes. <laughs> yeah. right. That to me looked like a man who was totally wrapped up in the moment, right? Yeah. It was completely it was a, authentic. A, a natural reaction, wasn't it? Yeah. It was authentic. And, and the other great one is, isn't it Stuart McCall? dancing on the roof of a car having yeah. been promoted maybe with Bradford and then just falls over right yeah. that again completely authentic whereas now it's like they've had a coaching guys this is your uh, celebration coach he is going to show you the fans we have done some research and we have discovered <laughs> that fans like to see you uh, demonstrate the emotion happiness after uh, what is perceived as success and by them. And also togetherness, so we need you to all do the same thing, pretty much. Yeah, and this this guy, this name is Louis, this guy's Louis Spence. He is a great choreographer. <laughs> you may know him from Pineapple Dance Studios. It's a reality show from about a decade ago. He's going to uh, throw some ideas around for how you might demonstrate the fact that you are feeling sensations of joy and togetherness <laughs> should we successfully avoid relegation <laughs> or win a cup or a game. Well, it's, it's That's what it looked like. It's because they know the cameras were there as well. That's what it is, isn't it? You know, if there were no cameras in the dressing room, they wouldn't have the, done that. Well, they would have really let go and just started. Well, they would've, they would've, someone would have pulled their pants down and done they, a shit on the table. Possibly. Possibly. <laughs> um, but... It, it, I mean, it's Aston Villa, so you know the the legacy of Steve Harrison. 
It was their assistant yeah. manager for a while. They that call it large. doing a Harrison. Yeah, it's part of the. They've club. actually got a statue of him doing that famous <laughs> it's, shit. It's part of the club's DNA, isn't it? I've been doing a campaign to get a statue made of Matthew Judkins Have down you? at the the local park to yeah. my school. Uh, I want a statue mm. erected between two trees. Yeah, you could crowdfund that. I think that could happen. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but um, well, there's a lot of these racist statues are being dragged down now. Yeah. Right? In my view, rightly so, mm. right? Um, but the question remains, what statues will replace them? Well, who's been smelting these statues when they've been pulling them down? Because surely they're getting smelted. Yeah, someone's making a few quid out other, of that, aren't they? Other, other passions, doesn't it? If we could get a mm. smelt, if we could launch a racist statue smelting company... Oh, there's big money in that. We could then go around gathering up these racist statues that have been pulled down, smelt them ourselves... Them and then put the metal towards a Matthew Junkin statue. Yeah, and one of the listeners is bound to be a statue maker. Right? Oh, of course, bound to be, yeah. So we'll if get one of our statue makers and we'll I'll do a rough... I don't have a photo, unfortunately, because it was before camera phones. If not, I most certainly would have taken photos. Mm. But I can do a rough sketch of what Matthew Judkins yeah. looked like when he was suspended between two trees at about 30 foot up. Who designs statues? Is it an architect? Because we must have an architect on the books. Statue maker. Statue maker. I think statue maker is a a, a recognised profession. Do they design it and construct it from the the metal in a foundry? Is that what happens? Yeah, it's in a a statue foundry. It's a one-man job, is it? Yeah, I don't know whether they have assistants. Nowadays, they probably have work experience kids yeah. doing a load of the stuff well, you for free. Trust them. You do the uh, You do the fucking hands. But I'm not being paid. Yeah, well, it's good experience on your CV. You do the hands. That's the boring bit. I, I tell you what, I'm away. I'm away Friday lunchtime. I'll not be back till Tuesday. I'm having a long weekend away. You do the head. Have a go on the head. See what you get, <laughs> get done. And we'll have a look at it Tuesday. And then before you know it, you've got that Cristiano Ronaldo statue. Oh, no, 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 like no, no, been... don't worry. If you get it wrong, if you get it wrong, we'll have another go. We'll you don't want you to get stressed about again. it. We'll smelt it down. That smelter, that'll go. She'll go all day. That smelter. <laughs> <laughs> smelt, 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 smelt. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know that thing, that yes or no thing, where I give you a headline and you just say yes or no, whether you think it's a good thing or a bad thing. Oh yeah. Briefly did it a few weeks ago. Let's bring that back. Here we go. Monkey business at Nosley Safari Park after baboons are seen armed with knives and screwdrivers. Yes or no, Sam? Mm. I reluctantly have to say yes, <laughs> even though it does sound dangerous. <laughs> Massive yes. Yeah. Massive yes. Now, the uh, the keepers at Nosley Safari Park suspect that uh, pranksters are handing animals these weapons so they can use them. Now, I've been through Norsley Safari Park a few times and the baboons there are excellent. I'd, I'd, what I would do, I'd love to live near Norsley Safari Park and what I would do mm. would be I would buy a really cheap run-around car that I wasn't worried about getting damaged and I would use yeah. it solely, banger. solely yeah. for Norsley excursions. Oh, what, because they do come and start oh, fucking yeah, around they start, with your they car? They piss all over your fucking windscreen, they pull your number Ridiculous. plate off, they pull your aerial off. You have to take your aerial off down before you go in because it's just not worth it because they'll just have it off. Sometimes they have it off on your bonnet. No. That's fantastic. That is actually really good. I mean, that's a privilege. Yeah. That's a privilege, isn't it? Of course it it is. And the thing is, although I'm sure it's quite alarming the first time it happens, 
any of this stuff, the hooliganism that they do or the mm. sex or anything, if you went and that didn't happen, you'd feel really short-changed, feel wouldn't you? As I said, if I lived near Norsley, I'd have a season ticket for the place so you could go in any time, any day. I'd have a mm. banger to go in with. I'd be in there two, three times a week. It's like me at the London Wetlands Centre. Yeah. But the birds, the birds keep a safe distance, as do the otters, so it's not quite as exciting. Oh, these cunts are wild, literally. Um, so, yeah, they think that people have been giving them knives, screwdrivers, and it, it says here a chainsaw, but I don't think that's right. Um, pizza cutters. I hope they haven't given them any pizza, pizza cutters. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I don't know how true it is, but it's uh, it's on the internet, so it must be. Good. I'm glad you've said yes to that. Yeah. Um, Have you got any others? Is that the... I thought you were going to do a list of No, that's of them. all I've got. I just saw that oh, one that over the weekend. That was just one that it's caught just a your eye. I haven't uh, gone further into any others. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Jalapeño. Listen, you know the caste system that they have in India? I know vaguely of it, yeah. Yeah, well... um, Len, my son, has invented his own caste system, which I <laughs> I am embarrassed by, if I I'm, if I'm honest. Yeah. Well, I don't believe in... I mean, like you, I don't believe in social hierarchies, right? I don't mm. like the idea of these sort of structures, these social constructs, like, you know, we're all categorised at different levels. but And that's not the way I've raised him, right? I've raised him to perceive... All of us humans to be equal, You've right? Raised him as a good child. I've tried to, but he um, he started a f- about a month ago. He he went through this phase of, and I don't know whether he's got it from Roy of the Rovers, right? <laughs> of calling people laddie in a really condescending way. <clears throat> Fuck right. knows where he's got that from. He goes, "Oi, watch yourself, laddie," like that, right? <laughs> to you, he said it to me. He said it to his sister, Ooh. and he's referred to footballers whilst watching football yeah. as laddies, right? And I'm like, where'd you get this from? I'm convinced he's got it from Ryder Rovers, but he says not. And I said, what is this laddie business you've been going on about? He goes, ah, oh, laddie, it's the lowest of the low, right? Ooh. And I said, is it? He goes, yeah, if you're a laddie, you're, you're not a good person. And and I said, what, you look down on people, laddies? He went, oh, yeah. And I was like, wow. bloody hell. So what's better than a, a laddie? And he went, "Well, you got your uh, you got someone who's it's someone who's just in the middle, like decent but nothing special. 
Average they're Joe. Called, they're called... No, not Average Joe. Casual Bloke. Right? <laughs> so I go, right, Casual Bloke. And then I go, so what's the best? What is a compliment? And he goes, when someone is absolutely an excellent person. It might be a brilliant footballer like Cillian, Kylian Mbappe, who's mm. his like favourite footballer. Right. right. He, so it's really if he mentions Mbappe, you know you're talking the gold standard. Yeah. Right. Or he goes, or me, because the other gold standard in his mind is himself. Fucking hell. Right. right? Okay. He said, um, "That is top dollar. Your top dollar." <laughs> Right? So I go, right. So I sort of got... So there was three tiers. There's top dollar, right? Mm. That's the best. Not many people get that. There's casual bloke, which is your average sort of fella. Not great, not bad. And then there's a laddie, right? Fucking hell. So he's like, Millwall and Tottenham. He goes, they're all laddies. Yeah. So I kind of forgot about it until over the weekend. I can't remember. I'd sort of... I'd, I'd... told him off in a very mild way about something and he he let he let it go and then about an hour later he came into my room and he said listen i hate to tell you this but you have been relegated from top dollar to cash your bloke and i said why and he goes you've overreacted to a couple of things recently that's all i'm saying <laughs> right and i was couple like of little pointers I, on your recent performance couple of little i don't understand how this stuff off. happens so Fuck he goes hell. i'll explain it so he goes off gets on the laptop, comes back. Right. He's done a PowerPoint presentation yeah. with really elaborate transitions between the three different categories, right? Right, yeah. Of human, right? Yeah, there are and only they, three, oh, are there? There aren't any others. It's just three. Well, he, he did say you get below, you get you can get below laddie. Like, really? you know. Fuck. But he said it's just another form of laddie. So there's little... There's there's um, categories within a category, right. laddie. Okay. Anyway, he's done this presentation for me, and he's listed the names under each category. And I'm very much in casual play. And what makes it awful is that in top dollar, I think you've got like Mbappe, maybe mm. Messi. Then you've got like Mikel Antonio, uh, Jared Bowen. Those, those are his favourite players at West Ham at the moment. Then he's got his mum. Right. His sister mm-hmm. and the cat, Nelson, they're all top dollar. But not you. Then you get onto casual bloke, fucking, and he's written in there, not dad, he's written Sam Delaney. Fucking right. hell. Power player. Yeah. Jesus. And I go, can I get back to being top dollar again one day? He goes, maybe, but you're going to have to work hard, you aren't you? for it. Shit. I don't know why I let these things get to me. Does, but they <laughs> do. do. I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with being top dollar again, Andy. Fucking hell. So, but he didn't specifically I tell you what I haven't asked him what done. you are, but he will have an opinion. And right. my strong hunch is that he will, partly to get at me, Make me top he dollar. will say that you're top dollar. Yeah, because do you I know what that. him Do you know what him and Coco, my daughter, have discovered and think is hilarious and What's talk that? about a lot? That you have a blue tick on Twitter. Or you did before you retired from <laughs> And I don't. <laughs> And they talk about it quite regularly. <laughs> okay. Good old Andy with his blue tick. Yeah, top dollar. <laughs> <laughs> top dollar he is. You're lucky to be working with him. Yeah. And follower numbers as well. Yeah. Don't forget. 
Oh yeah, how they neither of them are on Twitter, but they've done re- they do research to troll me. I right. don't feel as if your kids troll you as much as mine do me. No, not really. No, it's just a kind of uh, ign- ignorant indifference. I think mm. there's not mm. there's not really. No, my I get a lot of abuse get- from my son, but it's right. just, it's mostly about my appearance. Oh, I get that. Um, yeah, but it doesn't really go much further than that. I just give him plenty back, but. Um, no. So did he not tell you specifically why you'd been relegated from top dollar? To he said I'd overreacted to a couple of incidents. I know well, what he didn't say which it, ones were. Well, you know I can't even were? remember. But they're just like, he is disobedient and disrespectful sometimes around the house. Mm. And I will occasionally, I'm not a shouter, not really, <clears> right? Um, but once I'll go, look, for God's sake, you can't do that anymore. If you do it again, then mm. I'm banning FIFA for the rest of the, like, the weekend. Yeah. And he'll go, all right, okay. Yeah. And then he'll leave it an hour, he'll come and he'll go, just so you know, you're no longer top dollar. <laughs> you're a casual bloke now. And I go, what? Enjoy your weekend. And he looks at me <laughs> as if to say, you fuck, you know why, cunt. <laughs> you fucking know as well as I do with oh, your idle man. threats about FIFA bands. I think he's, he's concocted this entire thing just to bring to you down. Me. All about you. This, this mm. is kind of like Lion King stuff. This is the young boy <laughs> trying to take on the leader of the pack. You're gonna Fucking get hell. shunned. You're gonna get sent out into the into the forest at some point. Yeah, sent to live to out Coventry. the rest of the days. Yeah, while he takes over the pack. Fucking hell. A bit worrying. A little bit. One thing that I did see at the weekend. Um, it's a little uh, trivia quiz, and it, it's part of something that encompasses lots of things we're talking about. But I'll ask you the question first: What connects the two goalkeepers who played in the nineteen seventy FA Cup final replay? Any idea? I've, I have no idea what that fucking FA Cup final was well, in nineteen seventy. It was Leeds versus Chelsea, which we did mention the other day, didn't we? When oh we yeah, about Leeds coming big back. That was a big one, yeah. wasn't it? The nineteen seventy Cup final. So the replay, the two keepers in that, something connects them. So I'll that would be, are, I'm like. guessing that's Peter Bonetti yep. and, well, fuck knows who the Leeds keeper was. It was David Harvey. Right. And David Harvey only played in the replay because Gary Sprake had a mistake in the first game and Harvey came in for the second one. What connects David Harvey and Peter Bonetti? Don't know. They both ended up becoming postmen on remote Scottish islands. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that about, well, I wouldn't know it about Harvey, but Bonetti's quite a high-profile figure. Peter Bonetti, who caused, passed away earlier this year, he was a postman on the Isle of Mull, and David Harvey went on to become a postman on the Isle of Orkney. <laughs> We've talked a lot about being postmen, haven't we? Uh, I think we <laughs> well, have anyway. A long time no, ago, working in post offices. Yeah. Because I saw yesterday a... Um, uh, a thing on a nostalgia page on Facebook saying, mm. uh, did you have one of these? And it was one of those toy post office sets. Mm-hmm. And I thought, fucking hell, me and Andy would love one of those. Yeah. Because you get the stamp, you get the coins. Stamp, 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 stamp. Get... Yeah, stamp, 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 stamp. Um, yeah, probably post office, desk bound post office work would be better for us. Mm. Uh, oh, when really? I was in the Isle of Wight, I forgot to tell you this. It is an interesting thing. When I went to Isle of Wight last week, I was with uh, just the two kids, not not my wife. And um, when I was driving back to the ferry, 
I saw, and I think this is maybe the first ever time I've seen this, mm. a sexy post lady. Oh, right. What do you call the post? A post woman. Postess. Unbelievable. A postess. That's it, right? <laughs> She's in the Royal Mail gear, but it was yeah. a hot sunny day. Yeah. Right. I saw it in. I mean. Really short shorts, right? right? Tanned, yeah. Quite young, you know. I don't know, like maybe early thirties or something, and like uh, quite tight Royal Mail shirt. Really sunny day, walking along there. And I, I mean, the thing is, you know me, I'm not triggered easy. No, not right? at all. No. And I wasn't saying I was triggered at the time. But it was more like. It wasn't a, an issue of being triggered. It was more like, well, there's a sight you don't see very it was often. An incongruous I kind might of have, yeah. I might have said the same thing had it been, you know, like a dog with three legs, or, or you know, it's just unusual. Right. Yeah, yeah. Unusual is what I yeah. mean. Or, or a car, a three-wheeled car. Yeah. Like you go, oh look. Or when you see a vintage car, you often say to the kids, look at that car. And by the way, kids never give a fuck, do they, when you do that? No. If you see a vintage car, no. like see an old Bristol or something, go, oh, look, there's mm. an old Bristol from the 1940s yeah. well, or something. And we we like, didn't give a what? fuck when we were kids and we were told that either. I or, know. Or we were, we, now, where a view was pointed out to us, oh, look at those mountains or look at those trees, look at yeah. that sunset. They're like, And oh. you'd be like, fuck off. What's good about that? That's just there. That's just a thing that's there. You might as well just turn on the tap and go, look at that water. It's just natural. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Right? <laughs> but that's true. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Any of the things that we point out now that yeah. we're interested in, they don't care. Um, I didn't point out the um, the sexy... Uh, postess. Um, postess. Um but that's another issue that came up. Not only did I think to myself, wow, there's a sexy postess. You don't mm. see that ever. I'd never seen one before. But I also realised that it's a good job that I'm not a triggery kind of a guy. Because um, my, my daughter's... I'm whispering because she can, might hit me to hear me. Yeah. My daughter's at the age where I think if we're driving along and you see, like, a sexy lady, yeah. you know, like, my daughter, if she sees someone, like, say, scantily clad... Let's say mm. something like that. I've started to get the strong impression that she looks at me to see like, what your reaction see, is. Yeah, is he fucking watching? Yeah, I get because that because well. I, yeah. I am on strict <laughs> sexism watch all the time. Yeah, like hundred percent, twenty four seven, even in my mm. sleep. Right, which I suppose has been good for me. Right. Uh, well, I'm, a, I I'm mean, on a similar watch, but any of the isms, anything. Yeah, any of the isms, like that's, morning, that's noon, and night. Thinking. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And I suppose ultimately it's annoying, but uh, whatever, it's probably for the best. It's probably I mean, for our own good. My me, me daughter came to see the Athletic Men's Live Show in Newcastle a few months ago. Oh, and I, no. I said, Did you enjoy it? And she said, I have a list of things I would like to discuss with you about it. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Hell. yeah. But, um, yeah, so it's, it's not good. And I've only just noticed this, right? Mm. I've only just noticed this. And the first thing, if you see it, yeah, it's sunny. You're in a tourism resort like the Isle of Wight. You can imagine the Isle of Wight. It's like Saint-Tropez or Hollywood. Pretty much, yeah. Beautiful Sunset people Strip. everywhere. Yeah. yeah, it's like Sunset Strip. So there's beauty everywhere you look, mate. And <laughs> you're driving along. And at first, yeah, it's like, right, I'm going to watch this cunt. 
Yeah. The whole time we drive past, my fuck, I'm unblinking and my eyes are fucking <laughs> stuck to you, dickhead. And you better keep them fucking forward. Yeah? Yeah? Eyes straight ahead. And I just noticed this with with, with the um, postess. And yeah. I was like, oh, no. So now I'm like really shitting it. Yep. I've got exactly the same feeling. But you're right. It's, it's, it's true with the isms as well. So, for instance, if I saw a... I've forgotten what we call dwarves. I think it's dwarves. small people. If I saw a small person, mm. it would be the same thing. So a couple of years ago, I probably would have gone, no, I wouldn't have said, look, kids, it's a small person. But I probably would have, again, not out of any disrespect, just when you see something that is not a common sight, you sometimes do a little double take. I would have had a look, yeah. Now... Anyone unusual like that, she's like, do not... Never mind, don't say anything. Of course you shouldn't say anything anyway. Don't fucking look. Don't yeah. you fucking dare, do sunshine. Do you not even acknowledge their difference? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Summer, but in a, in a place renowned for physical beauty... By the fact that she's having that reaction, she herself is acknowledging the difference, which makes her... Exactly. But I've tried to get into that sort of... I've tried an angle like that before you when accused of prejudice. You can't get that. You can't get... Once you get inside that, it's like being in Michael Burke's moral maze. You can't, can't, you win, can't can you? win. You can't no, win. So can't you're better win. off just fucking conceding Complying. defeat. And it's basically... Listen, there's a lot of prejudice around in the world at the moment. I've noticed it's becoming more... I feel as if it's becoming more prevalent. So... I say prejudice, I mean racism. And so what we should, you know, people like us, your casual blokes of this world, Mm. even if we're not top dollar, I suppose it's quite good that we're being policed by our woke children. Because now I think we're reaching a stage where you cannot give an inch on any of this stuff, can you? So it's probably good that we're being policed. You're not even allowed to say you can't give an inch. You can't even say that. You can't say anything. Just don't talk. Do it's easier that way. Move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm talking just last... I don't want to get serious, but um, a t- great TV recommendation talking of racism and how insidious it can be mm-hmm. and how careful and watchful we all have to be about that. I know this sounds like I'm getting boring, but I'll keep it brief. I watched over the last few nights The Plot Against America, which is um, an adaptation of the Philip Roth book, Right. right. Uh, but it was adapted for the screen by David Simon and Ed Burns, who wrote The Wire right, yeah. and other less good programmes. But mm. some people love everything they did. Um, it is fucking knockout brilliant. Where's this available? It's quite, it's quite troubling and power. It's quite troubling, yeah. right? Because it's an alternate history about an alternate kind of um, Second World War scenario where America stay neutral, right? And right end up sort of aligning themselves slowly with Germany. But I it is fucking incredible, mate. Right. Thought provoking. Bang. It. Yeah. Powerful. Bang. Challenging. Bang. Whoa. All the boxes bang. All, all the all the things I usually try to avoid in anything <laughs> I watch on TV. Right? So I don't know how I ended up watching this, <clears throat> but I did and it freaked the fucking shit out of me because the parallels with real life, not just in America, but actually here too, yeah. are alarming to say the least. Right. So I would advise all cunters as members of the 3% to watch it just to make sure that you're uh, staying vigilant. 
So where is this? Is it Netflix? Is it Amazon? Where, where is it's, it? I think it's uh, Sky. Oh, I think it's Sky right. Atlantic. Okay, look out for that. Uh, I recommend, yeah. if we're doing this, I'll recommend Fear City, which is on uh, Netflix. It's a three-part documentary, and it's about the mafia, the five families in New York in oh, the yeah. 70s and how they were brought down by the FBI and the recall laws and the phone tapping. Oh, it's three. Is this a drama or a documentary? It's a documentary. Three parts. It's not too long. Doesn't have to stay. It's welcome. Very, very watchable. Fear City. And what's it Netflix. called? Fear City. Oh, Fear City. And Netflix. Yep. Brilliant. Watching it. Getting it watched. Getting mm. it watched. Right. I'll quickly end. Go back to David Harvey, former Leeds mm. goalkeeper and former postman. I got this from an interview he did at the weekend in The Scotsman, which was flagged up by our good friend James Brown on Facebook. Because, mm. uh, of course, big Leeds fan. Um, and David Harvey uh, I'll read the paragraph it says he also once owned a pet monkey called Jenny whose death suicide according to Gary Sprake in an old interview monkey suicide uh, drew great the, name for a band monkey suicide. monkey suicide whose suicide drew the level of sympathy expected from a dressing room full of some of the most battle hardened footballers ever assembled being good with his hands naturally David Harvey had set up an elaborate heating system in its cage he says, monkeys being clever things, it worked it out. Unbeknownst to me, it fiddled with it and died of gas inhalation. It wasn't suicide, but you know what football players are like. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a great, great interview. That's one of the highlights of it in the Scotsman newspaper online. Uh, David Harvey, who has just emerged from Orkney and he's now living on the Scottish borders. Um, Fucking out to really I could really see myself living on a Scottish island one day. Could yeah, you? it seems nice, doesn't it? Yeah, very peaceful. Can seems you pod from there? Lovely. I think can. We'll have one each. We'll have neighbouring islands. Yeah, you can pod no problem, yeah. Pod anywhere. Yeah, neighbouring islands like the lads out of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mick they're, Fleetwood they're like, and um, what's his name? Pete, uh, Mick Fleetwood John and, Mac. and John Mack. Sir John Mack. <laughs> Sir John Mack. <laughs> right. Who fought in 1962. They live on neighbouring islands, don't they? They do, but theirs are like Hawaii, though, aren't they? Or Fiji yeah, or somewhere like is, that. I think Scotland's more our speed, mate. Yeah, probably. All right, then. <laughs> that, that's it for this one. Unless you've got anything else you want to add. Nah, not yeah, really. Fuck it. All right, ta-ra. See ya. sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusion Apply. See site for details.